Thank you so much for tuning in to the Willpower Podcast today. You're in for a treat. I have my friend Ashlyn Phelps today. She is in the wealth division over at the bank and also owns her own business um, as a wedding planner, Poppy and Prim. Uh, her and I share a lot of passions. CrossFit is one of them. We've done a competition together, and I can't wait for you to hear some of the stories that we talk about in today's episode. Ashlyn Phelps. Mm-hmm. Man, we finally got you on here on the Willpower Podcast Show here. I'm excited to be here, Willie Will. Hey, thank you so much for coming. Of um, and I am so happy to have you here today just because we've been friends now for what, like four years now? 2018, I believe, yep, or 2000? 2018. Yeah, November. So, uh, man, ever since that we accidentally met you guys. And the reason I'll say accidentally is because <laughs> Ashlyn and I met um, her now husband. She they, they were dating at the time. Uh, Destiny and I started going to a CrossFit gym because Destiny was like, let's try CrossFit. And I didn't want to try CrossFit. And then- Look at you now. Yeah. Now I'm like <laughs> obsessed with it. And, and it good. is a cult, by the way, but it's a good cult. I mean, it gives you a six pack and whatever. It's a healthy cult. Yeah. Healthy one. So, you know- it's funny because I feel that part of the reason why you and I connect so well is because we, you guys are one of the friends that when you look at like the couples, like they're the opposite, right? So yeah. Jordan and Destiny are like <laughs> similar and then you and I are similar. So we're kind of the crazy ones, I guess. And so I had to like beg Destiny. I was like, hey, we should try to make new friends at this place. And I remember, I can't even remember if who asked who, I think it was definitely like me either asked you or Jordan. And I was like, Hey, we should do a double date night sometime. And, um, Destiny was like, this is weird. Like we don't know these people. And I'm like, you know, and it's funny because that one of the things I always think about all the time since the first time I heard it is like, you haven't met the people that you're going to love yet. And mm-hmm. at that point it's like, you know, we love you guys so much and we had no idea that you guys would become really close friends of ours. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so you and I connect so well. I feel like we're really similar. So tell, you know, for people that don't know you, just in a little like, you know, tell us a little bit about of, of what you do. A little elevator pitch? A little elevator pitch. Okay. Hey, everyone. I'm Ashlyn Phelps. Um, I'm actually from Oklahoma, born and raised in Tulsa. Well, I should say Broken Arrow. Graduated from Broken Arrow, um, went on to play college basketball for two years at um, Butler Community College in Kansas. Where am I supposed to be looking? I know this is We're just having a live. conversation. I know. Yeah, we're just having a conversation. Okay, I'm going to look at you. <laughs> uh, I'm like, where do I look? There's so many cameras. Okay. Uh, how um, about that wall back there? <laughs> put me in the corner. <laughs> um, okay, so I went and played college basketball for two years at Butler Community College. It's a huge football school. Um, I'm only 5'4 for the people that don't know me, so a lot of people thought I played soccer there and not basketball. That's um, a lot better than, like, softball, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did play softball, I'm totally though. kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. Hey, hey, shout out to all the athletes, no matter what, oh, yeah, what yeah, sport yeah. they play. Um, I Growing up, I've always had knee issues. So I had my third and last knee surgery on the same knee in college. And what year in college? I just, it was my sophomore year. And Thanks, that was right that's off the, the year. Bat. Yeah. So that's the year at a community college. That's the kind of like your senior year in high school where you need to figure out where you're going yeah. thereafter. So while everyone's, you know, being watched, everything like that, I have this knee injury, makes me put things into like perspective, like what do I want to do with the rest of my life? I knew basketball wasn't going to make me enough money. So I I have this long chat with my dad who's also suffered from injuries and that's kind of like what's kept him from sports. Um, And he was like, do you want to be like me when you're older where you can barely walk or do you want to be able to walk, throw your kids up and squat down, squat like come back up, like all this other stuff. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like 
that's what I want in life is just to be able to not live my life based around like my knee pain. Yeah. As silly as that sounds. Um, so I just decided to hang it up. I'll say I retired. I don't want to say I quit because I did retire. Yeah. Um, and then I finished my undergrad at the University of Arkansas, graduated in 2018, came back, met you and Destiny yeah. at Crossway Cliffs, and that's where wow. I began. Wow. So actually, you know, this is why I love these types of conversations because, you know, you and I and, you know, Destiny and Jordan, we'll, we'll have all types of conversations. But I didn't realize till just right now that that was the same year that you came back. So like- yeah it all happened like, cause you guys literally were the first couple that we like, you know, started yeah. hanging out with and everything. So everything always happens for a reason, right? Yes, absolutely. So now, you know, fast forward a couple of years, um, you're at the bank, you're in the wealth management division and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, but the other thing too, that's really impressive to me outside of that, which is great. Um, you know, we were kind of joking a little bit before the podcast that, um, you actually used the degree that you got to be able to, you know, <laughs> just, and it was, it's like an inside yeah. joke, but, uh, you know, one of the things that I always tell people, which is completely true, you know, myself doing loans for people, um, I, I would say probably like seven out of 10 credits that we pulled, there's student loans on there. Right. And oh, then, yeah. and then two things come up. One is, is the, the place that you're working is it making you enough money to be able to make all this debt worth it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then two is what you ended up going to school for. Is that going towards like, you know, I have people that, uh, you know, are in business and then they're, they're a firefighter or something. I'm like, wait, yeah. what? How does that make sense? <laughs> like, is it applicable to what you're doing exactly. as a career? For exactly. Sure. So, uh, but, but outside of that, which is something that you didn't need a degree for, you and your best friend started your own business, a yes. wedding planner? Yes, wedding planning, um, wedding and event planning. So Poppy and Prim, we started in 2020. Sorry, you actually can't say the name because if not, you have to pay me. And I'm, t I'm totally kidding. Will? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> so Poppy and Prim started off in what month of 2020? Oh my gosh. We literally got our business license January 31st, 2020. Then we like made a post, I think on like February, gosh, like maybe February 10th. And then you all know what happened in 2020. Like what just happened? About a, just about a couple months what, later. Or is that why you later. guys were wearing masks when you announced that you were opening this? Place? I was like, why are they wearing masks in this Instagram post? There wasn't a mask. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's just my smile. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. We, start, we, started, uh, we started in the midst of COVID. And gosh, I mean, that was, a, that was a big year for me. I mean, a lot happened in 2020. And like a lot of people are saying like, you know, Sometimes they use 2020 as an, as an excuse, but, you know, I choose to live life a little differently and think a little differently. I think it made me a better person overall. Yeah. Not only did we start a business, I was planning my own wedding. She needs you. Um, it's fine. Just. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I was uh, planning my own wedding. I should say not my own wedding. I was planning my husband and I's wedding. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, no, it was your wedding. Yeah. Um, and then just a lot of the, the people that we had booked, it was, it was chaos for them. We, we had, we had so much going on and we also had a beloved friend of ours pass away in 2020 as well. And so it was just, it was a really crazy hard year. And now like looking back, I'm sure Mariah and I, we have conversations about this, but just looking back, it's like how it's almost 2023 now. Yeah. And, but we're still talking about 2020 as if it was freaking yesterday. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's like mind blowing how fast life has Time just goes, gone. Yeah. yeah. And so much has like, 
prospered from there. So we have a successful wedding and event planning business. We almost dang near killed ourselves this year with, I think, 26, 27 weddings, which for two people who we worked the same wedding, sometimes we had some on the same day, um, or we were both at separate weddings on the same day. And we were just like, I mean, just think about it. There's 52, 52 weekends in a year. And half of them, half of them them were gone. And then, you know, I mean, it takes a freaking arm and a leg for us to all hang out together because someone's out of town, someone's traveling for work or weddings, weddings, this wedding, that. And although it's, it was an amazing year for us and we loved it so much, but getting older, we're starting to realize, you know, certain things, um, we're wanting to be happening for ourselves. So we're, we're still in business, but we're, we're starting to make the work-life balance yeah a balance essentially it was just work 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 so man and i'm a huge believer and i don't know this is the first time you're really telling me about this but i'm Mm -hmm. a huge believer on you know going all in and building something and then get you know gathering with people that are going to help you uh to be able to create a team in order to be able to carry on what you pretty much started on that um which um you know if if like i said i don't know exactly what you guys are doing but um you guys have put a lot of hard work into it and yeah. you know from the looks of it um with my one percent knowledge of <laughs> wedding making or wedding planning planning <laughs> making i was thinking of making. i was thinking of something else <laughs> but uh the thing you do after the wedding <laughs> <laughs> We're, we'll cut this part out but uh so it seems like you guys have you know worked super hard to hopefully you know you know have it carry on to you know and keep growing on that. Oh yeah, so, it's our baby. And it's 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 uh, funny that you say that, like of how so many people had different perspectives about COVID. Mm-hmm. And I literally just told somebody this morning. I said, whether you you look at the glass half full or half empty, you're right. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of bad things that happen yeah. when, with COVID. But there's also a lot of good things that happen as far as like, you know, opportunity, like in the real estate world, for example, Mm -hmm. for uh, lenders and realtors, like it was a great time. And then for people, I mean, a lot of people were suffering from depression. They were suffering from, you know, all these different things. But then a lot of people took that time to kind of pause their life and actually uh, reflect on, you know, who they were and who they wanted to become. And I think that that was some great stuff. Uh, One thing that actually that you just said, and I remember because I remember, you know, you and Mariah were like super sad whenever your friend passed away. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of different things when people are going through stuff like that now, um, as you know, and a lot of people know, um, destiny and I just lost our dog a couple Mm of, uh, about a month ago or so. And that, that moment made me realize that I, I've been truly blessed that I haven't really had any like friends or, or close family or anything that has really, that has actually passed away. Yeah. And so I can't even imagine if like the way that I felt of like losing a pet, like a, like an actual right. friend, like yeah. a human friend, like that's crazy. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Like how did you and, and Mariah and of course your friends, yeah. like how, like how did you guys get through that? Yeah. So obviously Every day is, every day is challenging. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I mean, he was a big part of our life. I, I mean, we went through the ringer together, all three of us. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Like to think about, to think back on, you know, what all's happened since then, but it's still hard. There's still days where I'm just like, oh, like yeah. you know, um, but through faith, 
I think that's what gets gets us through it yeah. every single day is just faith and knowing that he's always with us and he sends us little messages. Yeah. So for Mariah, it's really weird. It's it's a cool story that Mariah will have to tell you, but she gets her kind of like her signs from the Lord or from people that have passed that they're still here with us through dimes. If she sees a random dime, that that's like that's like the symbol that they are there. Um, and for me, it's ladybugs. And just last Saturday, I was at my in-laws and the whole entire house was like surrounded with ladybugs. And we're like, and Jordan's joking around, you have a ladybug infestation. Like, and everyone's like laughing and like joking around about it. But to me, I'm just like, ah, oh, Andrew's here. Like, yeah. it's just like, he's here and we're, we're, the whole family was there. I mean, like, so Jordan's sister, she just recently had a baby and uh, my father-in-law's grandmother hadn't met the baby yet. She lives in Liberal, Kansas. So she drove all the way down and she was there. So it was very joyous, joyous occasion all the family there. And so seeing a ladybug or many ladybugs, I was just like, you know, my loved ones are here. Like, was that, was that always a thing or was that just whenever he passed? It was just whenever he passed for, you know, for, it's, it's kind of weird. Um, for him, it's a ladybug for my Lolo or my grandfather, Lolo's, uh, Tagalog. Um, it's butterflies. So when I see these, like, when I see these, I say insects, but that sounds gross. When I see these beautiful creatures, it's like reassurance that, you know, someone's someone from up above is telling yeah. me, you know, they're here with me. That's awesome. So. so the other thing about going back to um, your college, high school days of you being an athlete, uh, one of the biggest things that I was super impressed by when I met you as well, too, is that you're like a beast at CrossFit. And, you know, we've done was it has it been one CrossFit competition together? I feel like we've done more than that, but no, I know, I've done you, one with Jordan. I've done one yeah, with Jordan. Okay. But you and I have this like solid understanding that we will black out together on a workout. Yeah. It's, it's insane. <laughs> Which like, I don't think Jordan why, and destiny do. No, they're just like, Oh, okay. I'll just slow down. No, but like I loved, that's why it was so sad whenever we, whenever you left gyms, but we yeah. understand, we completely understand why you did. Which by um, the way, that, took, I mean, I've took been, a lot. Well, I've been working out for, since I was like an eighth grade and, yeah. and, and, and leaving like a regular gym is no big deal. But that was the first CrossFit gym that we started at. And we were there for like a year and a half or something. And we yeah. had to move because we, you literally we, moved. Yeah, yeah, we moved. And then so, uh, but it was just like weird. I'm like, do I have this breakup with this gym or do I just keep paying a couple hundred bucks and just to not have this? Yes. Awkward? It was and, weird. And honestly, you kind of went on like a, a month or so yeah. still paying, yeah. even though you weren't really going, yeah, but like, I was just like, uh, and you wanted to do that competition with Jordan, like the in-house oh, competition. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, I loved working out with you because it's nice seeing someone, especially close in age, seeing someone that's like, it's more than just working out. Yeah. There. It's like the, it's addicting. The, oh, the feeling absolutely. that you get from, you know, going through the ringer in a workout, but then you're just like, after the workout, you're like, I freaking did it. I know. And I want to do it again. I know. It's, it's the, what, what gets me to that point is, um, I, I you know, I heard something today, um, in a book I'm rereading, it's called mm -hmm. Take the Stairs. It's an amazing book. Mm -hmm. It, it talks about how it's the hard part. is not like working out. The hard part is like getting to the gym yeah. for most people. Yeah. For me, the hard part is not getting to the gym. Like I want to, I, I always tell people all the time that I'm thankful that like, if I have a stressful day, I don't like crave like a drink or like a yeah. bath. Like I crave going to go work out again because I was yeah. so stressed. So for me is the hard part is not 
getting to the gym is not like starting the workout, but the hard part is like in the middle of the workout. Yeah. But then it's like once you're already there, you're like you can just see yourself how you're going to feel afterwards, and that's the yeah. rewarding part even before you even finish. Yes, yeah, because if you you literally have, and this is just life in general, you literally have a choice in that workout. You can either push yourself and know that it's going to hurt, but you know that you're going to have a much greater satisfying feeling after the workout. Absolutely. Or you can be like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to coast it out. I'm not going to push myself too hard. You know, this, isn't that. But then afterwards you, it's like you're dogging yourself afterwards. Yeah. Like what, what the heck were you doing? Like yeah. that, then you feel like crap throughout the day. And yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Well, so I know we can talk all. I know. All so it was, it was so, uh, that was one of the biggest things that we bonded over. And then, um, and, <laughs> and it's it funny. Hasbula. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to talk about Hezbollah. I got to keep checking the time because when I talk to like people like Ashton, I'm just like, wait, we've been talking for three hours. Yeah. And so, uh, one question I do have for you though today, I, I taught this uh, social media class for some realtors, and okay. uh, one of the realtors was just uh, I sent her my calendar yesterday because she wanted to jump on a quick call, and literally my calendar was back to back to back to back to back and which is good like that's an accomplishing day for me because if I don't have any white space like that means that yeah. I came here to work right so Productive. but she goes when do you ever relax mm. and then I go I kid you not I looked back and I go I think when I'm working out and she mm -hmm. goes no 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 like when do you relax like just not doing anything yeah and then I go and I was about to say, like, I guess when I'm getting a massage, because, like, I love getting massages, but mainly for to work on my body. But I thought about it, and I don't relax during those. Like, I'm literally talking to the person, and I'm like, hey, uh, so can you, like, you know, so my answer was working out. Like, yeah. but, but since you and I are so similar, I'm curious to ask you the same question. Like, w when do you relax, and what do you do to relax? So it's, it's kind of crazy, because even when I'm relaxing, my mind is constantly just going 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 so for me when I relax I'm literally I I'm on the couch and I'm watching something on tv yeah but then like people are like no you need like silence you need darkness you need like no all this, all this. I don't like but that I think it's I I really think people need to understand that people process things differently Absolutely. and it's okay like your version of relax could be going to the gym and working out getting an extra workout in something yeah and that's great if that is fueling your body or replenishing your body for what it wants, then power to you. Yeah. But then there's some people that are like, okay, well, I just want to sit in my, in my bed, turn off all the lights and like listen to white noise or whatever. I'm like, yeah. okay, good for you. Every person's different. Yeah. You know? It's so. just, you know, it's hard to, tr to, you know, comparisons, the thief of joy. Right. Yeah. But comparisons also can steal some type of sense of like, security in yourself as far as like okay i i'm not normal yeah compared to other people but is that a good thing or a bad thing right because yeah. like for example if you're like i only get two hours of sleep every night like i'm not normal compared to other people but they're right. like dude that's not good like you yes. need to be sleeping okay so, i have a question okay sorry i hate no, to no, no, you no, off, but that up? just sparked something in my head so like the people that are like yeah i only get two hours of sleep or like yeah i'm working this many jobs blah blah blah, blah. do you think that that is more of like a mental health concern or do you like and they're and they're like flexing it like you know what I mean like oh I you know do you think that's more of like a I just want to get your opinions on it because I saw something on Instagram not too long ago and I think I reposted it to my story but it was along the lines of where it's just like you know we need we live in this world where 
if you're not working like two jobs or if you're not working overtime throughout the week or if you're getting less than six hours of sleep a day, like you're busting your butt, like you're the hard worker. Yeah. But then it's also like, are they happy? You know, there's more to it than just that. So like, what's what's your perspective on that? So my perspective on that, it's kind of with what I was getting ju- at. just getting at, <laughs> telling you that like I feel that so many people feel the need to fit this perfect picture and the perfect picture is getting different and different every single day so like you said now it's cool to wake i've been waking up at like 5 a.m since i can't remember when yeah and then and then so when people like ask me and and i tell them like what time do you wake up and i'm like uh between 4 30 and 4 50 yeah and then they're like gosh you're making me look so bad and i'm like how am i like making you look so bad like you're making me look bad that i I, I get yeah. tired at 8 30 p.m yeah. like and now you know what i mean i'm in my 20s yes. and i'm over here trying to go to bed at 8 30 yeah no I and agree. then so I, but but i don't let me getting tired like sometimes depending on who i'm with i'll say you know what time do you go to bed this and that and i'll yeah. say I, i'm in bed sometimes by 8 p.m and that's like the dream like that's yeah. like oh, but God. some people look at me and they're like dude that sounds miserable i know and, and but but i don't let any of that affect me yeah i'm like how I want to live my life and how I feel. Yeah. So, but then going back to the sleep thing. So I've always been big on feeling like I don't need very much sleep, but I just actually recently listened to a podcast Mm -hmm. that uh, it was a guy that he's like, he, all he does is he's like a doctor, like a sleep doctor or whatever. And he talks about how there's a big difference on you getting six hours and seven hours of sleep. If you're not getting at least seven hours of sleep every single night, you're literally shortening your life, which is, which is, which is crazy because most people, most people want to shorten their sleep because I want to do more. Exactly. Because because if you think about it this way, if you're like, Hey, you know, uh, you're guaranteed 50 years of life. Let's say you're going to be alive for 50 years. Okay. And then you narrow that down to like, how many, how many months is that? How Mm -hmm. many days is that? How many weeks, all that stuff. In reality, you're only getting like almost half of that, not completely half of that, but almost because for almost half of the time you're going to be asleep yeah and so he talks about how all these people that try to not sleep in order to prolong their life they're actually actually shortening their life because that's how important sleep is so after i heard that i literally like do whatever i can to try to make sure that i'm constantly at least getting those seven hours because he said if you get six hours and you uh, are and you think like is as good as seven it's not so but i i think a lot of people maybe even don't even if they hear that podcast they're like well i'm still gonna get five hours because i'm a man man like you yeah, know what i mean like yes and it's yeah. like why are you doing it like are you doing it because like you like know you have something to prove well yeah or like for example like growing up like you know my mom had me when she was 17 she was a yeah. single mom she worked three jobs just to put like food on the table yeah if she could only get four hours of sleep that night then it's like she's doing it for a purpose and yeah. it's like she's not trying to flex on anybody she's right. just like that's her life yes but a lot of people in today's society Choose. they're doing it to just like be like yep i got which by the way i believe like only 25 percent of those people that they're like yeah i only got two hours of sleep last night (laughs) and i'm just like what (laughs) one you didn't you got more than two hours where's the proof where's your whoop where can i see this data because if i tell you how many hours of sleep i got i'm gonna show it to you yeah and then second of all why are you torturing yourself? Exactly. Like, that's not a flat. Like, dude, go home and go take a nap, please. <laughs> We're like, can we get a different driver? We can't, we, <laughs> we, this guy does not need to be driving. What's going on? 
No, I, I 100% agree. I feel like we live in this world now where it's just like everything you can use to one-up someone is like that's that's how you flex on people is if you can one-up them. And I was just like, it's at the end of the day, do what you got to do, but I'm going to do me, and I know yeah. I'm going to get my seven to eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Hope, fingers crossed. And I have to try for that because, like, it's hard for me to sleep in. So yeah. sometimes, like, I'll, like, wake up in the weekends, and I'm like, I can go to the gym at, like, nine. I don't have to go at six this yes. morning. So I'm like, all right, let me – like, this morning, like, I woke up 20 minutes early, and I was pissed because I was like <laughs> – oh, and I just try to force myself to go back to sleep. Yeah. And – I couldn't. And so I was just like, all right, well, don't want to waste time now. And then I was short. I was like six hours and 37 minutes. And I was just, you know, but anyway, so. Hold on, hold on. I got a question. What's up? So I'm just popping off of sleep. What, what gets you up and out of bed in the morning? Don't say the gym. Like, don't say, you know, like, give me your, give me your why. So my, I have whys for different things. Yes. You know, okay. so, but I, I, this is going to sound cliche, but literally the night before I, like when I go, so I have access to from Sunday to that, all those workouts for the week. Yeah. And then, so I, I don't look through them, mm-hmm. but my like treat at the end of the night when I'm about to go to bed is seeing what the workout's going to be the next day. Uh-huh. So I'm like mentally getting myself prepared and getting yeah, excited or, like or, or if, if it's a workout that I don't like I'm just like okay you're gonna tackle this you're gonna you know yeah. and then so I wake up like literally thinking what type of shorts do I have to wear what like <laughs> in order to go kill this workout I, that's yeah. literally like I'm not making it up no, but I love it. but depending on what you're talking about because when I think why is so important mm-hmm. um so you know there's three types of people that whether you're a wealth advisor a uh wedding planner a mortgage lender whatever you do mm-hmm. there's thousands of those people doing the same thing yeah in the nation in the state in the world What's everywhere make you different exactly so all of them know what they do i yeah. hope right like yeah. what do you do i do x y and z okay yeah. fear fewer of them know how to do it mm-hmm. but only the top performers know why they do it mm-hmm. so i have different whys on why i do certain things okay um so you know if you were to ask me for example why do you do mortgages? Mm-hmm. My why behind that is because I knew that I wanted to help people be in the path to home ownership even mm-hmm. before I became a loan officer. Yeah. I remember working at the bank and at the time I was like selling credit cards and I this lady comes up and you know I'm having a conversation with her and then I just picture this credit card uh, promo that we had. And she's like, that actually would help me. And I'm like, great, let me take your application. Yeah, so rewarding. Yeah, and then so she's telling me, as as I'm taking this application, and she's telling me her story, I'm literally hearing like my mom's story right in Mm. front of me. She was a single mom, she was Mm. struggling, and I click submit and it was declined. And then so I just was like, oh my goodness, like I didn't, before I tell her, let me just try to see any other thing. Cause I was still fairly new at the bank. Yeah. So I went and talked to my manager and I said, Hey, we, I just, this lady just got declined. Is there anything that we can do to help her? Right. And I told, tell him the whole story. And he said, well, does she own a home? And I go, yes, because that was part of the questions that I had asked her for the application. Right. And he said, well, does she have any equity? And I go, what is that? I didn't know what equity was. Yeah. He comes over, we help her out. And even though she wasn't 
able to get approved for that credit card, we are, we were able to help her get a home equity loan Love three it. weeks later. Yeah. And that got her out of some debt, got her, oh, put yes. some money in the bank. Yeah. And that right there mm-hmm. was like from, even though I wasn't a mortgage lender at the time, instead of like, I would be more excited about asking people, do you own a home yeah. rather than do you want this credit card? Because I was like, my mom never had this opportunity and right. this would have been a huge, huge tool to get her out from where we were at. Yeah. So that's my why of what I do my job. Now, like I said, there's why, different whys everywhere yeah. for what you do certain things. But um, what, what about you? Yeah. So similar story, like it's you and I are both feel like I feel like we have, you know, servant hearts. We love pushing others to mm-hmm. be better and sim- similar, semi-similar. Um, my instance was, and it's, it's a memory Mm -hmm. or it's like an experience that we went through that kind of like makes us like reestablish like what our why is. And for me, my experience was I was helping a homeless man. I mean, I had a variety of clients. I had a variety from homeless to lawyers. So this is when you were already at the bank. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, he comes in and I remember, you know, this was, I was fairly new at the bank and they were just like, he, he, he usually always, you know, does this. Like he'll come in, ask questions about his account, blah, blah, blah. Well, this time he came in and he had a bunch of envelopes on him. And I was like, okay. And he was like, can you help me like with this? And I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the teller line and I'm going through these envelopes and I see it's like, it's like applications for him to receive like disability, like all this other stuff. And, um, I'm like, you know, what? let's, let's go sit down at a desk. So we go to sit down at a desk I'm reading through this. I'm telling him what to do because I, I don't want to fill out the forms. This is, this is all on him. But I'm just letting him know. He's like, I can't read. And I'm like, it's like, it's like a freaking, uh, just, it, it made me just like put a lot of things into perspective. And, you know, so I was reading him everything. And after he left, I like shed a couple tears because I'm just like, this, this man, and from the interactions I've had with him, this sweet man was set up to fail his entire life, like from, from the beginning of his yeah. life. And so that for me, serving others and helping be a part of change in the world is, has become my why. So I get up in the morning because one, the Lord allowed me another day to, yeah. to breathe air, to, to live life. So I'm going to give back and I'm going to put it into the world and I'm going to try and be a part of the change. And the thing is that like a lot of people are like, if you're not, if you're trying to change things and you're, and you're constantly like, uh, what's it called? Looking for like wins, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's not the mindset you need to have on it. You need to just, even if you lose, like, so for instance, what recently we had, we had the, uh, um, like election. So people that voted and they didn't get the answers that they wanted or the results they wanted. They're like, like, what's the reason to vote? I'm like, it's okay. Just keep on going. And, I just, I just want to be a part of good change. Yeah. I want to have influence on the world because it's not, it's not for me. I'm doing it for my future kids, grandkids, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, so, so, yeah. so many people are like, quote unquote, allergic to failure, but, oh. they, but they don't understand that failure leads to learning and then learning leads to success. Yes. And for majority of the people, success will lead to complacency. Yeah. And then complacency will then again lead to failure again. 
and then it's a cycle. So if you're yeah. constantly learning and willing to fail, you're it, the chances of you staying successful at the peak for the longer time. Yeah. That's your best way to do it. Um, and so it's it's crazy you're telling me about this this guy because you said he was a homeless guy. Uh-huh. He couldn't read, but then he 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 was making the effort yeah. to make his life better yes. and and something that i always always tell people all the time especially people that i've told my story to they're just like that's crazy like you were destined to to not be where you're at today yes yeah and Agreed. i said i said you know what we all have circumstances mm-hmm. but if but but those are given to you you don't have cho- a choice yeah but you can make new choices that will put you in better situations yes and so that man given the circumstances he was given he was making a choice to still make the best out of it mm-hmm. most people given the circumstance of like hey you i can't read i can't yeah. read so i why even try to go apply for these you know uh this help that i could get yeah but that's just one example of so many people that victim mentality is mm-hmm. like it's crazy it's it's very it can it can consume you have you have you heard of uh coach Kara lawson I don't think she I have. is uh, the women's basketball head coach over at Duke. She has this short little two minute speech called um, handle hard better. Uh-huh. And it's basically, you know, life isn't going to get easier. You're going to get thrown something. You're going to tell like, oh, okay, well, if I just push through this day, I, you know, it's going to get easier after that. And she's like, it's not like yeah. it's going to get harder. Yeah. So you need to rework your brain and, Learn how to handle hard better. Yes. And when you do that, you're going to succeed at anything life throws at you. I love that. It, it's it's like a two-minute speech, and it's like a pre-practice like speech, I believe. And it just like freaking jacked me up. That's, like, that's awesome. And, and then it leads to, like, for instance, I always like telling people I have, like, the Mamba mentality. Yeah. Like, you know, it, Kobe Bryant was just wired differently. Dude. I don't think there's ever going to be another person like Kobe Bryant but we can strive to have his yeah. mindset because that mindset is going to help you persevere to success. Yeah. It just trust the process that you're going along. And if, you know, like me, I am a woman of faith. Yeah. So if I know that I'm on the right path, then I just know it, like it's all going to work out for yeah. me. I, I, you just I have to believe. Know. Yeah. You, exactly. What you're constantly thinking of, you're going to become because that what you constantly think of, you're you're, you're going to believe in it. And yeah. so what you're constantly believing you're going to become, it's crazy that you're bringing that up. And just to, to, to wrap up the whole thing about a lot of people that want to base their circumstances and they have that victim mentality. Yeah. And my, like what I believe is that people, the difference between victims and the difference between the people that are Charlie really get, trying to get out of, of, of whatever situation that they are yeah. is the difference between is like this right now is happening for me and not mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. because every mm-hmm. person that's like, poor me, it's like, Oh my, my tire, my tire went yes. flat. Like, why does this happen to me? Yeah. Like why, did, why does, why do and, bad things happen to good people? Yeah, ex- I was just talking to Dina about this, like not falling to not falling to be like the victim of any situation you're given. Yeah. It, it, as a, like the last time I had a flat tire, all I said was, Every flat tire happens for a reason. This this yes. flat tire could have saved my life. I love that. Like I I literally I feel like I've been saying stuff like that to my friends since like freaking middle school. It's like it happens for a reason. Like why am I stuck in this long traffic right now? Well, if I decided to go another route, who knows if I would even end exactly. up home. You know what I mean? It's just it's crazy how if you just rework your brain to 
automatically think positive in bad situations, no, no matter how extreme the bad situations are. I do give a little bit of grace where you just, for a moment, if you, if you feel like you need to express your emotions and cry it out or shout it out, whatever, do that. But yeah. you need to know. You got you to gotta, pass it. Yep. You yeah. pass it. Exactly. And it takes work. I mean, so many people, I mean, I, I had a, a, a branch meeting the other day and mm -hmm. uh, people, you know, were saying like, you know, how do you always stay motivated? And I'm just like, it takes work. It's yeah. not easy, right? Yeah. But one of the best things is, is motivating others because if you're constantly being positive yes. to other people, that's going to be given right back to you. If you're yeah. helping others get what they want, then you're going to get what, what you want Agreed. as well. So I love that. And uh, so one last question I have for you is mm -hmm. you've had a lot of coaches, you've had a lot of mentors in life and everything. What is the best advice that you feel like you've ever received? Great question. Uh, advice. It could even been something that you've heard from like a freaking Kobe Bryant. No, uh, I know. Interview. Just because uh, something I was going to say was that I'm not, I've never been like a basketball like person. Like I don't, yeah. you know, but, uh, and it wasn't until, you know, he unfortunately passed that I like dove really deep into a lot of his interviews and everything. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that I could, I could resemble that, you know, I had in common that made me feel a little bit better about it was that he was never satisfied. Yeah. And it's a double-edged sword yeah. because it's a double-edged sword because you're, you're literally, you know, stabbing yourself because of like not being content yeah. that you're good enough. Yeah. But then the other side of it, it's what keeps you just yeah. to the next championship, to the next win, to yes. the next, yeah. you know, but, um, but yeah, anything, okay. you ha anything you have? I think I got it. So it's not, it's just kind of something that I've learned over time and just having the influences that I have in my life. Big ones would be like my, my dad, my mom, my grandfather, my old college coach, my old, uh, high school basketball trainer. It's someone is always going to be my mindset is someone is always going to be trying to work harder than you always. And also what is, you know, going to set you apart from others? Like what, what is it? There's, you know, there's that list where it's like uh top 10 things. Uh, oh my gosh. What is it? It's like top 10. Oh my gosh. Top 10, top 10 things to be successful that require zero talent. Be on time was one of them. And like, all the, having a positive attitude. And those are the little things that can set you apart. Because guess what? I went to, I went on to play college basketball, five, four, little me. I was, I was a shooting guard. I was, I have, I'm the size of a point guard, but I just, I didn't have those talents, unfortunately. But, um, I was a shooting guard and there's so many, there's five, seven shooters or six foot shooters that can do multiple things. But what set me apart was that I was a leader on and off the court. I was a vocal leader. I, Oh, that's another thing that I learned too. Sorry. Um, is I will, I will fight for my team. Yeah. You're a part of my team. Destiny is a part of my team. My family is my team. My close friends are my team. My work is my team. I will fight for them. Like there's, I'm just, I'm a passionate person and I fight for those who will also fight for me. Yeah. And so that's kind of like my mindset that I go through. There's so many things that I love that. This is and a loaded question. Yeah. I have a question for you too. After the, after you tell me yours. Well, well, I, I was going to just say that the whole, the thing, the top 10 things that success, all successful people have is we live in, especially now in a society where people are like, what's the trick? What's the hack to be able to yes, get, and, and, no. and, and it's like, 
it's super basic stuff, but just yeah. repeated time and time again. Because yes. you don't only have to be on time one time or five times. You have to be on time all the time. Yeah. You have to, you know, show up every time. And it's yeah. just, it's just crazy just because so many people just think like, what was the cheat code that you, you know, yeah. it's, it's crazy. But what, what were you going to ask me? Um, are leaders born or made? I truly believe that, man, that's a tough question. It is a tough, I was asked this question not too long ago and I was like, whoa, that stumped me. I, I, I if I can pick both, I would say both, but yeah. I, I say most of them are born. Okay. See, and I agree with that too, but to contradict, it's like, you know, sometimes the Lord blesses people with like, you know, God given talents and things like that. And leadership might be one of them. But then I'm also thinking, you know, there, maybe there are some leaders out here in this world that aren't leading, like that aren't like they're natural born leaders, yeah. but they're not out there leading or, you know, they're, they may, they might be fearful of failure or anything like that. But no, I was, I was stumped with that question. I think both is a good answer. Yeah. Um, but when you dive into it, it's just like, cause my answer, when I answered the question was leaders are made. <laughs> well, even though I was like, yeah, when you said boy, I was like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But then I'm like, wait a second. I said leaders are made. Well, I think when you think of a leader, you think of somebody that's going to stand out and is not going to be able to f- uh, be afraid to fail. Yeah. And they're, they're going to want to see other people succeed. Like what, yes. you, what you were telling me about how your, why I can relate to that because, and it's funny going back to you asking me like, what's the first thing that you wake up to? And it's not really whenever I wake up, but it's whenever like, you know, my, my mornings look the same pretty much just about every morning. And like, yeah. I wake up, go to the gym, come back, take a shower, get ready. But right before I leave the house every single time, cause I, I come to the office every single day, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. I always look at myself in the mirror and I say, how much value can I add today? Mm, I love that. So, so like if you're, if you're a leader, you're going to have those things that are going to push you out of whatever situation that you're in. So, but I, I do believe that, you know, you, like I said, what you're constantly thinking is what you'll believe and what you're constantly believing is what you'll become. So if you were born in somebody like, like you went to a high school that a million people went to Mm -hmm. and all those people said, there's no way that person would ever be a leader. If that person truly believes they can become a leader, I truly believe that they could. Yeah. So that's why I think both, but I, I think, I think that most of them are born. Yeah, that makes sense. Just because it's like, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, thank you so much for coming. I had an awesome conversation. Me too. I would say this is the most fun conversation, but I can't say that. We didn't even even talk about Hasbula. I know, Hasbula. If you guys don't know. (laughs) I almost wore my shirt. That's why I was like, what's the dress code? Actually, we'll just leave it for mystery. If you know Hasbula, Mm -hmm. we're on your team. Yes. (laughs) We love that little guy. He's definitely a leader. I think he's like the foundation of He's the smallest leader. He's the smallest leader. Thank you so much for coming, Ashlyn. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Thank you.